So when you take care of yourself, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, you become better equipped to handle life's challenges and support the ones that you love. Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unmasking Greatness. I'm your host, Chris Kokoris, and today I want to actually ask you guys a question. So whether you're sitting in the car, on the couch, on the treadmill, I want you to think about this. Who is the priority of your life? Who do you live for? I want you to I want you to really kind of think about that. I want to give you a second. You know, if you need to pause, I want you to pause this and then pick it back up. You know, who is the priority of your life? And who do you live for? What do you live for? Really think about that. And here's the thing. When if I were to ask somebody this, typical answers would be or common uh, answers would be uh, my family, my my friends, my business, my relationship, my kids. Those are kind of common, common answers that I would get. And that's what I want to talk about on this podcast. Specifically today, I want to talk about the power of self-care, why you should be the priority, why you should be the one that you live for. And it's not coming from a selfless act, right? There's a caveat to that. There's, there's a difference from coming from like an ego perspective and then coming from a place of serving. We want to serve others. We want to show up as the best, you know, employee, the best business owner, the best parent, the best spouse. Like we want to be the best in all these areas of our life. But how can we do that if we neglect ourselves and trying to focus on others. You can't help others if you're not even good for yourself. You've probably heard, you know, the term that you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. If your cup is not full, how can you share with others? And that's what I want to get into with this is, you know, it's it's prioritizing yourself. And it's not just like acts of selfishness. It's, you know, the essential steps towards a healthier and happier life. You know, and I want to bring awareness to why it's so important to be able to put yourself first. So first thing I want to touch on is that it is crucial to understand that prioritizing oneself is not about neglecting others, but it's ensuring that you're at the best to support those around you. So when you take care of yourself, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, you become better equipped to handle life's challenges and support the ones that you love. You have to come from a power standpoint, that authoritative figure. People are confident when you talk. They're confident when you say that you're going to do something, you follow through. You're confident in yourself. I mean, that's where confidence comes from, from you making promises and you keeping those promises to yourself. And if you're lying to yourself about small things, you know, and I, and I say lying and I use that term loosely, but if, for example, you say, I am going to wake up at 7 a.m., but you don't wake up till eight, or you hit the snooze button 10 different times, or you say, I'm going to go work out today, 
you don't. Like, I go tomorrow, you know, or, you know, I worked out pretty hard yesterday. You know, I'll go tomorrow. So you start to negotiate with what you're saying to make it okay. But subconsciously, what you're doing is saying that you can't even believe yourself. You can't trust yourself. There's no confidence in your abilities because you can't follow through with simple steps like that. So we need to start to fill that cup up. We need to focus on ourselves. And one of the first steps is recognizing your own needs and setting boundaries. You guys know I'm a huge advocate for setting boundaries. Boundaries is not a restrictive term. It comes from a self-love perspective. It's okay to say no when it's necessary, right? It's okay to say no. That a no Saying no is actually something we have to train ourselves to do. I'm, I used to be like this, and I'm sure some of you are like this. You're people pleasers. You say yes to everything, even when it doesn't align with your goals and things that you want to accomplish. Even if it was to set you back, you want to make others happy, and you just say yes. Those boundaries are there to protect you. Saying no is there to protect your well-being, your mindset, emotionally, even physically, depending on the environment that you're in. You need to have strong boundaries. And not only that, you don't need to feel guilty for saying things that align with those values. You know, because a lot of times people feel guilty in the beginning. I used to when I used to tell people no. You know, when I used to be a personal trainer in, in the, in the gym, when I was there in person, cause now we're, you know, remote, I'd have an office in the back of the gym and I would train clients, but then I would need to do some like office work. So I would go back there and, you know, prior to me having to do this, people would just come in and sit down and talk. So that time that I'm supposed to be working, I basically voided because I'm sitting there talking and I, and I like to talk. I like to talk to people. So it's not to throw anybody under the bus. It's, it's my fault because I know I'm a talker and I like to have conversations and meet with people and engage. And I realized that that was affecting my work. So what I ended up deciding to do is I had to put a sign on the door and said, do not disturb, you know, and I'd close the door. Not really like ideal. But again, I had to set that boundary and let people know, like, I'm in there working. I'm not just sitting there, you know, scrolling on social media. And and now, because I'm not in the gym and we have, you know, uh, a remote position, you know, for, for our clients, they have full access to us anytime, you know, text anytime. We have a daily group chat with all our coaches. Uh, we do, you know, Zoom calls, Facebook lives. I mean, there's communication every single day. But one-on-one calls must be scheduled. That is a boundary for myself. And that's also a boundary for respect for others' times. Because imagine if I'm on a call with, with you. Let's say you're a client. I'm on a call with you. And I say, hey, hold on a second. I have a client on the other line. Let me, let me answer that real quick. You'd be like, what? Like, this is my time. Like, I pay you to have this call. Don't put me on hold. So you can see how that can not only be a boundary for me, but a boundary for for others as well. And it respects each other's time. So all calls have to be scheduled. And that's where you start to put things in place. And that's also where you start to not feel guilty about those actions because guilt can, can become a common barrier. And it's essential to remind ourselves 
that self-care is not indulgence. It's, it's a necessity. So to, if you're trying, if you're one of those people that is trying to overcome guilt, remind yourself that taking care of your own well-being allows you to be a better friend, a better partner, a better parent, you know, et cetera, right? You're going to ultimately become a better person. So it's really just an investment in your overall quality of life. And if this is new to you, um, I hope this starts to, to resonate what I'm saying, because I can tell you this, and this is something that I used to hear a lot. And I used to actually hear this from, from my own father. And, you know, we would be, you know, at the restaurant working and things like that. And he would keep in mind, my, my father is like, a, he's from the old school. He's from, you know, Greece, the homeland, you know, his English is, is a little bit broken, but he, he speaks in anecdotal stories. So if you don't understand the way that he's talking on top of his, his dialect, things can come off very aggressive and people can be offended by what he's saying. But some of the stuff that he said that offended me back then, now when I think upon, I'm like, there's some truth to that. And one of those things being is exactly what I'm talking about today. He was a Cristo. <laughs> I'm going to start talking about my dad. <laughs> he goes, Cristo, if you're not good for yourself, you're not good for nobody. And he'd say it with like that tonality and everything. And uh, I'm like, dude, you're quit thinking about yourself all the time. <laughs> you know, that's like, that's what would play in my mind back in the day. And, um, but now that I've, you know, really kind of thought about it and, and, you know, obviously going into the personal development space, I understand where he was coming from. You know, it may not have been the exact terminology and there was no explanation behind it. Like, keep in mind, like this podcast, I'm trying to break things down to help you guys digest it. Uh, so you don't, you don't think that it's coming from an ego perspective, right? It's coming from ultimately a service perspective where we can ultimately be our best for others to serve others and have that quality of life. But with my father, it was very blunt, very straightforward. Like he said his quote, books closed. So it's really kind of like how you how you took it and how you wanted to run with it, how you per perceived it. And one, again, you could be offended, which a lot of things that he said people get offended by, or you could have really like kind of got into your own head, gave it some real thought and see, maybe, maybe there's some truth to that. And now I, I believe it. I believe what he's saying. I went from, you know, being offended to now I'm like, I completely agree with what he said with making sure that I become the best person I can possibly be. And that is from taking care of myself first. And when it comes to everything, so when it comes to my health, I have to be healthy to ultimately, you know, be around long time for my family, right? Because my family's obviously top priority, right? But for me to show up the best, I need to be healthy. I need to have energy. I need to be able to take care of them. I need to be able to get on the floor and play with my kid. I need to be able to walk an amusement park because my son wants to go there. Those, those are some heavy reasons why to take care of yourself. You know, let's talk about, you know, your, your business, right? If you have a business or if you're even an employee, how are you going to show up your best if you're in a toxic mood? right? You constantly consume, you know, negative content on social media. 
You don't even like where you're at. You know, how can you show up and be your best? You can't. Again, it starts with the internal game inside your mind. Inside your mind is really where, where it all starts. So, you know, even with, uh, with your relationship. So I had, you know, here's another story for you. I was having a conversation with one of our clients. He's a new business owner, um, fairly new, fairly new. His business is growing, okay? His business is growing, which is amazing, right? I love hearing stuff like that. But I also am hearing a lot of things I can resonate with. And, um, you know, being in the entrepreneurial space, you know, I belong, or I say belong, but I'm a part of a coaching group. Um, I have mentorship. And so, you know, for us as entrepreneurs, there are things that we deal with, you know, on a daily basis that are emotionally taxing. It's very stressful. N nothing's for sure. You're, you're sampling things, you're testing things. We're trying to survive. We're trying to thrive. Everybody has levels. But when you start, if you are in a business or starting a business and you start seeing some success, it becomes very addicting. You want more of that. And it's not so much, I don't think it's so much the, the income or the money, it's, it's the growth. We're addicted to growth. If we're not growing, if we're not getting better, it eats at us. It's like, why? You know, God forbid you start going backwards. That'll really kind of get into your feelings and that will start to affect other areas of your life. And we're also not, when, when you become so addicted to your business, you start to neglect the reason why you started. And for like him, he has a, a newly wife um, that, you know, it's, it's fresh, right? He needs to make sure that he's making time for her as well as he's, you know, going through the business and he's working like a mad dog, like we all do, you know? And again, it goes back to what I was talking about, boundaries. You got to set cutoff times. You got to set boundaries for work and you got to have solid boundaries to make sure that you spend time with your family, spending time with your friends. There's different areas of your life. It can't just be work all the time. Now, I think work, you know, people say work-life balance, entrepreneurship, like your life is work. But again, there's ways to navigate and intertwine that all together. But you need to make sure that you put focus on what is important. And the best way to do that so you don't get consumed in things like those successors and you know other distractions, again, sit down with yourself. What are your values? What's the vision? Why did you start this? And that should help you drive the decision moving forward. And again, creating and sitting down and making those boundaries to be able to delegate and eliminate a lot of tasks that you may not need to be doing. So again, with this, I want you guys to, to take this and just, you know, remember, don't forget about yourself. It's easy to get caught up in saying you're doing things for others. It's easy to think and convince yourself that this is best. What I'm supposed to be doing is I'm supposed to be taking care of my family. Yes, you definitely are. But at what capacity are you doing it? Is, are, you just, are you just showing up at home and paying bills? Is that your idea of taking care of your family? Or is it that you're coming home with energy, playing with your kids, you know, being intimate with your wife, having good conversations, going on date night? That's a whole nother, that's another ballpark, you know? But what are you limiting yourself to? 
And ultimately it comes down to taking care of yourself first. And when you start to do that, everything starts to unfold and thrive. So remember, taking care of yourself is the first step towards taking care of others. So until next time, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope this inspired you and I hope you take some action to actually fill your cup up. Have a good day.